and welcome to another Out of This World episode of Paranormal XL Podcast, Season 4, Aliens! Oh, my freaking crazy eyes going everywhere. <laughs> it's been a long wait. So today, of course, we have a special co-host, Joe, from 222 Paranormal Podcast with us. Let's bring him on. Hey! Hi, Joe! <laughs> In your amazing shirt, by the way. I had to do something a little different. I know that you've <laughs> never seen me anything but black. <laughs> I but haven't like, either. Put on my shirt, my bowling shirt. <laughs> this is phenomenal. So if you're listening to the podcast, you need to go find the video to this podcast because it is amazing. Even if it's for a quick second to see Joe's amazing <laughs> shirt. I yeah, love it. Cat. See cat. <laughs> cat it. Off. I love it. That I, is great. I had a t-shirt on, and I'm like, I know she's going to be using her camera, so I better put on a nice shirt. And I saw this, I'm like, I'm going to make her laugh. I'm going to put on my fancy uh, shirt. Okay, so our family does a bowling thing where it's nine is fine. It's all for fun. Yeah. It's nothing serious. And I I always hated bowling. And my sister was like, hey, we're going to start bowling. You want to try it? I'm like, yeah, why not? Well, it turns out it's actually fun because there's no, I mean, we don't even care about the scores. Yeah. And my nephew, who is a sheriff and a very respected person in the community said we gotta get shirts so we got the most crazy shirts we can think of what i wanted to do is i wanted to look like al bundy and hit when he pulled yes yes oh my god so no anyways when i went and put it i had to put a shirt on because i had an old t-shirt on because i was working on the house this morning and i'm like i'm gonna freak her out by putting on this shirt (laughs) it's very it's alien to see me in a shirt like this it is it is. I, there's no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> I love it. So this week we're going to discuss alien theories, which this is going to be a forever show, um, <laughs> such as why they aren't known among us or where they are, or maybe they're already here and hiding among us. So what is your like number one theory that like sticks out or did, like, did you jump on the theory train on one, or do you have your own theory? I really don't know, but I'm, because I'm on the fence of a lot of stuff, because I do so much research that I see so many different parts of this, but I just think that they are here. I believe that sometimes they come, sometimes they leave, but they may be among us. We don't know. But being that this is a theory show, there's so many different theories about them. Are they coming here and staying? Are they coming here to look? Are they even coming here themselves? Right. You know? We mentioned on the show we did before about like shadow figures. We don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And my theory is that the aliens are in a ship and either coming here or sending their ships as physical beings and coming on this planet to see us or to observe because they haven't done anything. Now, we have seen a lot of abductions, mm-hmm. but the thing is, it's not like they're coming and wiping out a whole continent. Right, or- right. City, even a city, they're not coming here and taking the whole city or nothing like. So we don't know what they're doing here. We don't know if they're observing. Um, maybe a little later we'll get into a really weird theory that I've got. But like I said, we don't understand why they're coming here. But I believe that right. they are coming here in ships. Okay. Um, now we mentioned on that show before about how shadow figures could be aliens, and the way that they're coming here is they're not sending their their bodies, they're sending their energy. Energies, right, not their physical self. Yeah, and being able to see what they see. So I don't know, there's several, so many different theories, but I think I still stand with the theory that they're just travelers coming here in ships. So you don't think, like, we're, like, a science project? We're, like, well, a sixth-grader aliens, 
like science project, you know, how you have like those ant farms and that's like us and we're terribly failing. (laughs) That's one of the theories I was going to mention is that could be what they are doing here. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about it, we see an ant hill and we'll sit there and they'll play with the ants or they'll take and put them in between glass and make little ant farms that you can look at in your bedroom. Or we uh, take magnifying glasses and burn them, you know, I mean, to the ant were the aliens in their world. Right, yeah. You know, are the aliens coming down here and the abductions that we hear and the experiments that we hear, it looks like that's what they're doing. Like, like we're their science projects and they have to mm-hmm. come down. And think about it. If in high school, when you de- dissected a frog, you didn't think about how that frog felt. You just, they just did it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I see with abductions and stuff like that, uh, like animal mutilation and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there's people think of like cows being mutilated and stuff like that or horses but there's they found everything they found dogs they found all kinds of stuff with the same markings on them and they've even seen some cases now i don't know if this is true or not but they i've seen some cases where humans were cut that way the same way as they found the cattle right mutilation where the mouths are cut in a certain way like the eyes are always missing the blood is completely missing Mm -hmm. they i don't know how gory you want to get it but they they core the body through the backside, you know? Right. And yep. they found these catamutilations are like that. So what are the, what are, and a lot of the catamutilations too, it looks like when they find them that the cattle was dropped, but it never bounced. Like it was set there, like as if the alien took their ray guns where they have and put them back. <laughs> Instead of yeah. just shooting the cattle off into space after they're done with it, they put it back where they found it, but it's put down with such force that it looks like it fell from a high, like real far up. Right. But yet they don't bounce. So Right. So, well, okay, let's they, say that they're taking that, but what, are they throwing people back like that too? These people that not, have been abducted? Like that's what I find that's what is. I think is with like where I'm putting the cavity mutilation and abductions together is I think they are doing like science, like where are their science projects? Like they're trying to figure us out and they're, dissecting us, you know, like, I'm not saying yeah. we're taking humans and cutting them apart in that, which we don't know, but. No, we don't. <laughs> I mean, I think that we could be their, their science experiments and they're coming here to do that kind of stuff. That's always where I thought too, ever since I was like a kid and learned about like aliens and stuff. That's always where my brain went to is like, we are their science project. Um, So let's take like the psych. Okay. So are they living among us? So you know how like we have serial killers because this is my my true crime brain kicked on here. Yeah. Okay, so you have these sociopaths. They have no empathy. Is that maybe something that you think like maybe that that is what separates us? Like these people that were put here with no empathy, like they are a type of alien. I, my brain is or, going way off the rails right now. But or did they take? Did the aliens get oh, into the people's minds and take and mind their energy? Them? Yeah. Um, or here's even or <laughs> but. Okay, I, I'm sure it's so hard for me because I'm skipping around so much. But I was at a convention and no. a very yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was at a convention and we were doing our thing and this lady came up to us and I didn't know her at first, but come to find out she's a very respected researcher in the field. And she told me she's like, Yeah, there's a reptilian here at the convention. And I'm like, What? And she's like, Yeah, it it clamored itself to me. And I'm like, it clamored? Did it put on big eyeglasses or something? And it's like, Look at me. <laughs> Wow, jazz hands. Um, <laughs> no, she said that it they cloak themselves 
to look like us. Yeah. And which would make sense. Saw, you know, she has worked with them for so long that they knew who she was and they actually showed their true shape and true form to her. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. You know, honestly. right, right. But they could be among us and we don't even know it. And they're observing us or studying us or doing whatever. And they could be walking among us and we don't even know. And, you know, maybe that is part of the, with these serial killers, maybe, I'm not saying it is, but maybe that's one aspect of it is they have no empathy towards anybody. They just look at this person as a meat sack that can be taken advantage yeah. of or whatever. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to take apart. Okay. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Now I got serial killers. And, oh, and yeah. crime, and and I'm like, yeah. So like, <laughs> oh man, where was I going? So some of these serial killers, like they really mutilate. So like maybe that they are a type of alien, and they are nice. actually doing like the science stuff right here on Earth. But we're like, mm-hmm. oh no, they're in the shape of a human. Yeah. Um, so it's a where, human, and that's when this man. lady was talking to me and said that there is a reptilian at that convention because it was a UFO. Convention, right? And she says, "Yeah, they walk among us all the time. We just we can't tell the difference because they look and act just like us. But yeah, they have a way that they cloak themselves to look like us and act like us and mm-hmm. talk like mm-hmm. us and everything." Absolutely. So here's another theory. Now we can, I want to talk about the grays too, but let's talk about different aspects of this theory. Is how do we know that these aliens, mm-hmm. like the tall grays? And the, um, the tall blonde ones, I forget the name of them. But anyways, they look like they're from Sweden. Um, <laughs> well, you know, they got the, maybe they, nice, are. they got the blonde hair and all that. But, and even the grays, or even, I shouldn't say the grays, because I want to talk about the grays. And when I mention grays, I mean the short little ones. Okay. Okay. Now, like isn't the there, tall, they're, they're tall ones, aren't they mean? Yeah, like, isn't they say that, they the, they say what, that what the, they've learned from the caves and stuff is that the tall grays, like we, maybe yeah. those are the serial killers. That's possible. But the, the, the people that have been abducted by the grays say that there's always a tall gray that does, the little grays don't do much, but the tall okay. ones do. But let's think about this. How do we know? Now, we've evolved, mm-hmm. and we're evolving even more. And if you notice that some people are starting to have bigger eyes and stuff, but how do we know in a million years what we're going to look like? That's true. Okay, so let's say, let's just throw this out. We become a space space um traveling humanoids we don't need we our planet has a lot of gravity we don't need the gravity anymore so we lose body mass our fingers elongate our bodies get skinnier oh our heads get bigger (laughs) because our brain capacity gets bigger yeah the lower light makes our eyes bigger we don't need to eat as much because of our you know we're evolving into something that can absorb energy and stuff so our mouths don't have to be that big so that right there and Plus, think about this too, is we're not around the sun. We're always out in space, so there's artificial light. Right. So our skin will change color to more of a grayish tone or more of a, more of a ash color. Mm-hmm. That right there is describing the tall alien, the tall grays. Now, let's say that we are those grays a million years or a thousand or 10,000 years or a million, whatever years from now, we have evolved to that point. Now, let's say that you're an inquisitive gray and you're sitting around in your house and you're like, you know, I want to see what Gettysburg looked like. I want to see what it looked like when Jesus was around. Yeah. So I'm going to get in my spaceship and I'm going to time travel back. So now you're adding in time travel. So now I'm adding in the theory of (laughs) the aliens being tourists from the future coming back to see what what's up what we look like back then so that's one theory that they're time traveling tourists 
and they're coming back to see us. Now that would make sense because they can pick any time in, in history. So that's true. Yeah. They could go back to 1940 or 1920, you know, back when the, the airship flap was going on where all of a sudden you started to see all these airships that look like balloons flying through the air because we didn't have planes back then, you know, they had right. balloons or you end up having where like we mentioned on the show that we did before about cave drawings, the the people on Earth look and see these beans, so they draw them. Well, how do we know that those beans didn't just come back to see what the cavemen look like? That they have the technology, you know, if they if our if the technology is millions years in advance, what's it going to look like? Could they be time travelers? So that's one of the theories. I mean, think about this. We just I posted on Facebook a picture of the Wright brothers plane taking off. Yeah, and then a, a picture of the space shuttle. That was only what. 60 years or something like that, or even less, or maybe a uh, hundred years. I don't know. Yeah. But that's just that short amount of time. I mean, we were, the human race has been around for so long and the, the universe has been around so long. How do we know that some of these other planets aren't so advanced to where they can do that, where they can, or they can either be international or not international, but space travelers. Yeah. Not, definitely so not against tourists. it. That's always interested me that the time mm-hmm. travel thing, cause you, you know, see things obviously on the internet because the internet knows all yes. of things that people have found in pictures and such of that would make you question a, a time travel time traveler um yeah i never i don't know why i've never put the two and two together as far as to mm-hmm. throw aliens or alien tendencies into that interesting yeah i just thought of that too is you know we I'm, as a species right now Try to look at our past. I think mm-hmm. if we had the technology where we could actually go back in time or, you know, go back in time and see what the, um, see what we did back then, we would do it. Man, maybe they have that technology where they can do that. That's true. Obviously they're way ahead of us. Yeah. So this was, um, one of the theories that I looked up. I don't know if you ever heard about it. The dark forest theory. No, I haven't heard that. So I'm obviously, I'm going to read off my notes. Okay. <laughs> Because words and words, that's I have to prep for my shows. Um, so the dark dark forest theory became popular because of the fiction writer Lou Kixon. In the novel, the author compares the universe as a nocturnal forest. As you know, many things lurk in the forest, especially at night. Hunters, bleh, especially at night, hunters and prey alike. Since there are 200 billion stars in the galaxy, a large forest indeed, it's possible that life forms could exist in many forms and simply worry of each other. Oh my god. Words, words. (laughs) Beings could be silently hunting us or afraid of being located by certain prey in the universe. Considering we've been sending out signals for decades, we could have put a huge target on our planet and solar system. That's a dark area indeed. Yes, it could be extremely dangerous to contact other civilizations, especially those which are advanced. Hence those smart aliens we were just talking about. Also think about our actions on this planet, our wars, genocide, stuff like that, all the bad stuff. What are these aliens like? They're up there and they're kind of watching and they're like, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. why do you have these giant bombs? Why are we killing this mass amount of people? Like, what, what is happening? They may even have a great reason to avoid us and hide in the shadows. Hence what I just said. They're back there watching all that crazy stuff. It happened and probably trying to figure out why why we keep killing ourselves off. I, I yeah, I just thought that was weird how they how they put like so you picture the the universe as a dark forest. You don't know what's out there. You don't know what you're getting. You know, type of thing where you're are you prey or 
are you hunting? You know, as you're going out there at night and nothing's out there, you know, maybe there are one set of aliens hunting us, or maybe they think that they're going to be hunted by us from watching what we do to each other. I mean, why wouldn't you think that as a whole, like take yourself out of our small little box of a, of a planet. And if you were like up here and you're watching and nobody can get along. (laughs) Yeah. And why would you want to go there? That's scary. Yeah. You know, it, we mentioned about how people say, well, how do we know that they're not here to attack us and all that stuff? You know, we need to stay away from the hostile aliens, but we're the hostile ones. We're the ones, like you said, are blowing each other up constantly, fighting each other and all that. And, you know, do aliens even want to come to this planet? They, like, they might drive by and see or fly by and see <laughs> and they'll be Lock like, the don't mess with the humans. Don't mess with humans or whatever, you know, that planet. They're because crazy. They will kill. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. What happens when an alien would fly down here? I mean, I know it's all television and movies and that, but in all the movies and television shows, what's the first thing that happens? The military comes out and tries to shoot them. Exactly. Maybe the aliens are watching those movies that we're airing out all over. I mean, the signals get sent to space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's and, insane. Yeah, we've been sending out signals for 50, 60 years now. Yeah. And uh, they look at that, and how do we know that they're not looking at those movies and thinking, look at these other aliens landed there and look what happened to them? Yeah. No, know. thanks. Yeah. I would be scared. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Like, that's <laughs> another one that was listed was about, like we were just saying, being deliberately avoided. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't drive or you don't go through Gary, Indiana when you're driving through <laughs> to go to Illinois. You just don't, you go around. Yeah. You intentionally, yeah. and it may take you an extra 45 minutes, whatever, but you go around. You just don't yeah. go in. That's you, it. You deliberately go <laughs> around because- you want to be alive in 45 minutes. Let's just be yeah. honest. Yeah. That is a great acknowledge or uh, my, my words are a little bad. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great speaking words thing. <laughs> Analogy. That, uh, yeah. Because we, if they see our videos, they don't know that those are movies. Those are made up. Right. Yeah. And, um, and now they can see us doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but now on the other hand, our signals have only been going out for a certain amount of years. And if you look at a map, go up on, on the internet and mm-hmm. um, type in yeah, internet. how far our signals have gone. It's really not that far. No, it's really not. And that was another theory that we haven't been trying to communicate long enough mm-hmm. to where the amount of time, because time is man-made anyway, but the amount yeah. of time that it takes them to get it, maybe they're just getting it. Like it's snail mail. They're just getting it. And we're just waiting on their response or it's still coming through the airwaves or whatever in in yeah. the universe. I mean, Proxima Centauri B is a great example of this because we feel that that's a really good place to look for life. We've been looking at this for a long time. It's Proxima Centauri B, it's called. And Proxima Centauri B is four light years away. Okay, And mm-hmm. so if we send a signal to them, it takes 4.22 years to get a signal one way. Right. You know, if we were to fly there, it would take us 73,000 years just to fly there. Although it only takes the signal four years to get there. So if there is life on Proxima Centauri B and they're looking at us, they're seeing stuff from four years ago. So think about where our news and all that was four years ago. That's what they're seeing right. now. So they don't know what we're really about. They're only seeing what we put out there four years ago. 
and that's Paxton Centauri B, the closest planet to us. Right. So, so they're getting planets, our past. Yeah, other planets could be seeing what happened during World War II. They could be thinking that, well, wait a minute, they're they're, they're at war right now, you know, so they right. may not come for that reason. So I don't know. That's it, it. When you start talking about distances and all that, it changes the whole thing. But you know, yeah, like like let's does. talk about the grays. You know, the classic gray, short, mm-hmm. big eyes. Little mouth, no redu- re- reproductive organs that we know of, um, no anus. Okay. Um, I heard a great theory from a, when we were at the MUFON convention in Par- at, um, Pittsburgh. Yeah. This guy said that he believes that they're biological probes, that they're not actually real beings. They're actually probes that are coming on these, on these uh, spaceships, which right. makes a ton of sense because we don't send people out. We send probes. That's out. true. Right. We've sent so many probes out. And two of them right now are so far from the earth, it boggles the mind that it's literally almost out of our um, suns to where the, the sun has no action on these. Right. You know, and, but they're so far away because we don't have to send humans, which humans need food. We need oxygen. We need water. You know, right. We're pretty needy. The probes. Yeah. The probes don't need anything. <laughs> and I think that's the way that the right. grays are. The grays don't eat. The grays, you know, don't go to the bathroom or whatever. They don't consume. Right. So the but grays are living beings. I feel somehow that they're biological probes sent from other. So planets. they're just like because our version of they the don't probes. Even, just yeah, they don't care if they get destroyed. They you know because they don't fight back. Right. I don't know. I'm just that's just one of the theories. It made a lot of sense to me when the guy's name was Fred Lang. He's an awesome dude. That um he's in Mufon in Pennsylvania. But okay. He and he'd be someone to have on the show. You need to put Fred Fred Lang. But anyways, <laughs> he's so funny. Oh, he's a blast to have on. But he made a lot of that made so much sense to me because the fact that we're doing the same thing where we're sending probes out. We're not sending our astronauts out. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So that's another theory. That is another theory. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. So we got ET in our DNA. So when they started bringing that stuff out, what are your thoughts on that? Like how they say the, no, I'm trying to, there's the a blood type DNA they say have? is like, oh, a, yeah. you're supposed to be alien. I just had that wrote down there too. I looked into that. Um, a lot of it is from the, a lot of that blood comes from monkeys. Okay. And that's what that actually, when they say the, the I can't think of the name of the monkeys. But anyways, they're saying that that, if you have that type of blood, you're an alien. And right. I'm looking into that. I don't know much about it yet. I did notice that it's the RH ne- RH negative blood. Yeah. And the reason they call it that is the Reese's, they found that that blood is from the Reese's monkeys. And they think, now this is the theory that the aliens came down and took blood out of the monkeys and to make some of the blood for humans and stuff like that. So I don't know much about it, but I'm digging into that. Yeah. But it's, it's the RH factor because of the Reese's monkeys. And that's the type of blood they have. So but I got this. As far as that, I don't know. So what I got here is Francis, Francis Crick, along with his colleagues, James Watson, are best known for their groundbreaking work discovering the helix shape of the DNA mo- molecule. But mm-hmm. Crick had a long and productive career and was fascinated and perplexed by the biochemistry of the, the origins of life. So the difficulties surrounding this question led him to consider panspermia as any explanation. 
Crick summarized his position when he wrote organisms were deliberately transmitted to Earth by intelligent beings on another planet. We conclude that this, that it's possible that life reached the Earth in this way, but that the scientific evidence is inadequate at the present time to say anything about the probability. Transforming us. Yes, thank you. Where they think that the life actually originated on um, meteorites or meteors or comets. It kind of crashes. It says it will continue to be a controversial theory for years to come. Mm -hmm. Because we have so much junk DNA that we don't, they don't know what it's used for. There's in our DNA itself. Right. A lot of it is what they call junk DNA, which they have no clue what the DNA is there for. And they don't know how it's, I guess they don't know how it's made or stuff like that. But transpermia is where they feel that the life actually came off of a asteroid impact or a Comedy back into the earth. Which I guess that's not so far-fetched if you think about it, though. I mean, no. we know how it got here. I you mean, know? I, and I firmly believe, and, you know, we're talking time here. Mm-hmm. The earth has only been habitable for a certain amount of time. Right. But other planets are older than ours. I, mm-hmm. now, this is going to throw us for a long rabbit hole that we sh- we're not going to be able to get into on this show. <laughs> but I still believe that there was life on Mars previous to the earth and this goes back to different things that we found on mars that a lot of people mm-hmm. won't admit to like right the face on mars the pyramids mm-hmm. the structures that they've seen on mars stuff like that and they're thinking wow it's, that's so far out there and all that but it's really not if you think about maybe they just because when the solar system was being formed mm-hmm. mars was a different temperature than the earth right the earth was still molten and all that but yet mars could have been habitable and life could have started there right. and, and then, thrived and then when they had the nuclear war and it blew out all life on mars yeah and here we are because the um isotope uh 158 i believe or something like that is only the only way that can be made is through a nuclear explosion and they found on Mars, there's three hot spots on Mars where it's still radioactive. Oh, wow. And there's that isotope in the air. And mm-hmm. things like the face on Mars. Now, I'll mention that yeah. because that's something that pe- everybody has seen. And they, they've also seen the photos of it where it looks like it's just a mountain to where they pixelated it so much that you can't tell. But right. how do we know there wasn't life on Mars as a civilization? And then they, they wiped out. And then, you know, the, nothing's going to last in a million years. The only thing that's going to last is rock. Everything else is just going to completely disappear. Even on Earth. Case. Yeah. <laughs> and, and deep rock. Um, but I look at that too. You know, people think, oh, that's so far out there that, you know, life on Mars. And I know there might have been. Yeah, that's and again, that, not so far fetched when you think about it. If you let your mind be open, why yeah. not Mars? I mean, why it happened on Earth. Why not? Yeah. And, while the earth cooled to where there was enough time where it cooled down mm-hmm. enough to where life could start. Right. Mars is at a different time than us because they're farther right. away from the sun. Right. They could have had that time where it cooled down and life started and it did its process and then all of a sudden something happened. Who knows what? Yeah, but right. something happened and then all life disappeared on it and then it just sat and just wasted away. And now we're here looking at it a million years later. Yeah. And we're seeing things that we think might be structures on Mars. And everybody's freaking out saying, oh, my God. What? what? Well, there's pyramids. And we got it pyramids here. I don't. It's not so far-fetched. No. It's, <laughs> it's when you get into the mind of, like, science, that's not why. <laughs> Again, yeah. I got, you just got to keep asking why. You may not get the answers, whatever, but don't settle. Yeah, exactly. Keep asking why. It's not. Mm-hmm. Again, 
why couldn't that happen? We've evolved. We made it ourselves so we can live on this planet. You know, we're yeah. trying to find another planet for us right now. Yeah. Why couldn't we have done that a million years ago yeah. on Mars? And why couldn't it be that the spaceships and the aliens that we see now are just so advanced that they're looking for places to, or they're, like I said earlier, they're just tourists. Who knows? Yeah. Passing through. Yeah. But, they, you know, they, there's so many theories we could talk about. And, Oh, yeah. You know, even going back to, like I started mentioning on the other show about the Fermi paradox, you know, mm-hmm. Ricky Fermi was sitting there at dinner one night. He said, where are they? Everybody's like, oh, he's like, the aliens, where are they at? Why are they not here? In the amount of time that the universe, as old as the universe is, at our current speed, there should be aliens everywhere. Well, we look into well, why are they not here? And there's so many different things like their planet has too much gravity. It's a water planet. They don't care about space travel. You know, like they're just people here. that don't care. <laughs> or they're in their caveman days or whatever. Yeah. You know? But there's, you know, if there's one set of aliens, why can't there be a million different types? You know, I, I mean, we're different being on Earth. You know, we're like, oh, you're European, you're German. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So why can't they be from the West side of the universe? And why can't yeah. they be, you know, like there's more. <laughs> To me, there would be more than just one. Yeah. And who's to say they aren't the fish living in the bottom of the sea because we can't get down there? Yeah. You know, you know, maybe they're hanging out with the Decepticons. I don't know. They could be going past the Earth, and you know, we pick them up as a signal going past the Earth, going. What's that? We get the signal. We get the wow signal because they're yeah going by in their spaceship, and they're from the east side of the space of the universe. And exactly the stereo in their spaceships going, <laughs> you know, so we don't know. Party and spaceship. the universe is so vast and we're just this tiny, tiny, tiny little speck yes. on it. Sort of like the paranormal field. Mm-hmm. There's so many people in the paranormal field and I'm just a tiny little speck mm-hmm. over in the corner. Rocky. <laughs> oh, me do. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure it out with the rest of them. But yeah, I mean, there, every star has planets around it and almost, I'd say, what, 60% have that their planets in the habitable zone. There are planets out there that can harbor life. We just don't know if they are. And I feel right. that we are really arrogant. To think that there's no more life out there. I mean, we can't be the absolutely. Mm -hmm. And whether whatever religion you believe in, whether you think that um, I almost said elevation (laughs) depends on how tall you are. No, Um, evolution. Depending on if you believe in evolution, you believe that we came from monkeys. Whether we, you know, uh, we started as a little slime in a pool somewhere and evolved, or whether you think uh, God created us, or we call God created us, or whatever. Yeah. There's so many planets out there or so many opportunities for life out there. And you'll find that life takes hold everywhere. Mm-hmm. Life is in the deepest parts of the ocean. Life, there are, when they dug the, the borehole trying to go to the center of the earth, mm-hmm. they found microorganisms so deep down in that yeah. hole. There is no way that that organism has ever had oxygen or ever had light um the bottom of the ocean they always thought that the ocean was just this barren wasteland with no life at all until they got down there and they found that there are crabs and stuff walking on the bottom of the ocean yeah that are in complete darkness complete pressure pressure that would crush anything we try to send down there oh yeah um obviously the oxygen level is extremely low there may be some but they don't live on oxygen they live on other things and mm-hmm. um there's amazing to think the about thermal- like 
the thermal vents they found at the bottom of the ocean have more life around them than what we have up here. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's mind-blowing, really. Again, it comes down back down to us being able to wrap our minds and what can be around certain things. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Well, one last thing I had here was, um, like, okay, Buzz Aldrin, we all know him. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he, he was quiet when he worked for NASA or whatever, but when he got out, he said he saw a spaceship and he believed in aliens. Yeah. Like, why weren't we freaking out about that? <laughs> there was a, there was a thing that they would say. And he, he actually said on a secret, the medical channel, they're, they're just over the ridge there. They're huge. There's so many of them. Things like that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking at us, he said. And one of the things that, one of the code words was Santa Claus. And they've said that on the radio and you can type it up and find it where their yeah. conversation, they're like, yeah, there's another Santa Claus. There's a Santa Claus. And so, when we landed on the moon, there they had said on their channels, they're they're huge, they're they're just over the ridge, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lot to wrap your head around. I get yeah. it, but we and have to stop being too. like, no. When they came back, they just made history. They landed on the moon. We walked on the moon. They were the only humans that we know of that ever did anything like that. Right. They came back and they did their press conference and they were sitting there as if their whole families just died or whatever. I mean, or their, their puppy just died or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They, looked, they looked like they were so shocked or so depressed. Yeah. Instead, you think that they'd be like happy. Look, we just went to the moon, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But when they did their press conference, the first one, they were so somber as if they found out that we are not alone, that there were aliens up there. And they're told to shut their pie holes. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. I couldn't imagine seeing some of the things that they've had to see. And even just going out in space and seeing something like that, you would not come back the same person. Yeah, you know, I mean, you you went up to the moon thinking that you're going to be the only ones there, and all of a sudden you see big Santa ships Claus. And all that. Yeah, <laughs> no. there's another Santa Claus and another. Oh, look, a baby one. Yeah, I have a visitor. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> Does she know she's on camera now? She's on camera. Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. gonna get. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna get released now. <laughs> Jen has made it into the studio. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, we will wrap up this episode. Then right. Find you or maybe an email or something. Nah. 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 Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can check us out. Uh, we're the 222 Paranormal Podcast. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast from. Like I said before on the other show, when you're done listening to Paranormal XL, just go over to your search bar and type in 222 Paranormal Podcast and you will find us. Or you can go in and type up 222paranormal.com and you can see us right there. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> so, of course, email your stories to paranormalxl at writeme.com. Stay kind, stay humble, and remember don't yuck someone else's yum ever. <laughs>